Bonjour. This is the No Fluff Society podcast, a place where we share our experiences, our wins, our failures, so that you can learn from it, like we did. From mindset, marketing, and branding to living abroad, health, and womanhood, nothing is off topic here. I'm your host, Laetitia, multi-passionate entrepreneur. I left a comfortable design for me life in Paris to travel the world while working for companies as a brand and marketing specialist. Build businesses I'm proud of, and most importantly, create a life that will be the most aligned and sustainable to who I truly am. And I want to help you do the same. Stay tuned and live with a dose of motivation and an actionable plan after each episode to implement in your life and business. Have you ever had one of those crazy days or weeks when you feel like you spent hours stuck behind that desk, but still you feel like nothing get really done? You don't feel like you had productive days. In a society where entrepreneurship is a risk and being busy is a badge of honor, we feel that if we're not working 24-7, we're lazy or not trying hard enough. As if being busy is showing people and ourselves that we are really serious about our entrepreneurial journey. For having experienced two burnouts, I'm telling you, it is not a sustainable way of living. And yes, I did build an amazing thing working like that, but I failed my body. And you can't run a successful, sustainable business if your health is not following. So in today's episode, I want to share with you the different process I put in place to make sure that every hour I work is productive and efficient. Let's go. Let's start by assessing your workload. There's a few steps to do here. One, you have to make a list of all the tasks you think need to get done on a regular basis to run your business. Anything you have in mind, just write it all down. Second, I always ask my client to monitor their weeks. So to have like a baseline and to know how much hours you spend on each task, I will ask you to monitor two weeks of your time. I use an app on my laptop called Toggle. And every time you start a task, you start the timer. Like that, you will know exactly for each task how long you take. But don't try to be more productive than usual, I see you. You really need to see your patterns and how long it takes you to do those tasks. And then we will work on taking out the distraction and make it more efficient. So now that you have a more accurate list of the task and the time you spend on each task, in front of each task, I want you to ask yourself, am I essential for that task? Can I delegate it or can I automate it? I want you to write that all down. And that was the first phase, assessing your plan, assessing your workload. Now let's go to phase two, planning. I want you to think of the power of procedure. Even if you're working only for yourself, having procedures will help you be more consistent in your work. So it's very good for your client service, but it will also make your life way easier when you decide to hire, as you will be able to share those procedures with your team and be able to know exactly what's going to get done and how it has to get done. So the first step in planning would be to create procedure for each task. For us, for example, in the agency, we have an onboarding of boarding. 
then client work project management, all the workflow we use to create podcasts, content creation, and things like that. I want you to map out those procedures to know exactly what needs to get done for each task. From that, I want you to automate everything you can automate. I love to use the combination of Dubsado, ClickUp, and Airtable for our process. Create templates of documents, email, and workflow. So you don't have to redo the same thing again. We are working on templates for the way we're going to send deliverables to our clients or testimonial or email we send to the podcast guest at the end. All of that has to be created so you don't have to redo it again and again and again. It gains so much more time. After you have done all of that, the rest are the tasks that only you can accomplish at the moment that you are really needed on. So from that, I want you to plan your quarter, your month, and your week. So you have an overview of what needs to get done during those times. For me, every Sunday, I plan my week. I plan a to-do list of what needs to get done during that week. And every night, I assess my day of what I've done, what still needs to get done, and I plan the following day. It's not because you plan your week that you cannot change it every night. If you, if you feel that something is missing from that day, or if you think that you're not in the mental space to do that task, but are more into doing another task. Sometimes I'm more creative and sometimes I'm just more into those organizational admin and uh, admin heavy tasks. So you also have to really assess how you feel about that day and every morning. And I use the three task rule. Only focus on three major tasks per day. So you don't overwhelm yourself. If you're on a roll and can do more than three, it is great, but don't plan more than three so you don't kill your spirit and you do those tasks well. So that was phase two. So let's go on phase three on how to be more efficient during those hours of work. So after all of that planning, I really hope that the number of hours that you actually counted in phase one would be reduced. It should be the case. But I still think the number of time you spend on the task can be reduced too. Because we're having so much distraction around us. We usually just sit on a desk and just try to get the most out of it. But we get distracted by social media notification, email, Slack, phone calls, people walking in front of us, or all of the time we're trying to kind of procrastinate. So it is important that the hours you spend at work are the most intentional you can be so that you have to spend less time doing doing those tasks and then have more free time outside of work. So there is three things that you can do to be more effective. First one, no distraction. Depending on the task that I am going to do, I will cut off distraction. Social media should always be cut off and look at your social media only during your break. And if I'm in creative mode where I really need to be in my bubble of creation, I will also cut email and Slack because it just like unfocused my attention, which is very annoying and also take me a while to get back to my bubble. Second point will be to 
be intentional about your time and be effective. So what I use is a monitor. I monitor my time. I use Toggle, like I talked on phase one, to keep track of my time for each task I do. It also helps for you to understand how long you're gonna you're gonna spend on a work or on a services. That will help you price your offers, your product, and everything. So it's data that is important to keep. And then, as I'm pretty sure, you all heard of different methods of productivity. And I love to use Cuckoo as a timer. I set time depending on the task. I put either 25 or 55 minutes. As I usually, in creative mode, 25 minutes is not enough for me. I really need to have a big batch of time to be able to be productive in creativity. And then I take a five to 10 minute break to have a glass of water, to walk around, to post content on my stories. So that would be the second point to be more effective. Then I batch my task. Our brain takes time to get in the zone of a precise task. So you better use it at its best. For example, if I have to con- I have had to do content creation, I will batch all my content for the week or for the few weeks or for the month so that my brain is just there and getting things done. Now, for example, right now, I'm batching recording my podcast, which means that today I will script and record at least, I think, four to five episodes. So I'm batching my content. I love to batch my task. It is what I found the most efficient in my experience. But then you have to find what is best for you. If you think that you can't focus more than two hours on content batching, then you only put two hours, you know, like you don't have to do the whole 30 days if that's not something that works for you. But usually if you're only going to spend like an hour doing one content, it's because you, you have to take time to get into it. So usually the first half an hour Even sometimes an hour, you're not totally productive in your task. That's why usually I'm doing half a day, my content, my content planning, or like today, half a day to do my content of my podcast. But like I said, everything I'm doing and I'm telling you, it's based on my experience and the experience I have with my clients. But you also have to understand that you have to find what works for you. You have to try different techniques and Take what works for you and then leave what's not working for you. That's all of it. I hope this episode brought you some ideas and how, on how to manage your time and be more efficient. I also designed a little workbook to help you implement those steps. You can find it and the show notes of this episode on the blog. Thank you for listening to the No Fluff Society podcast. Be sure to visit our website, Leticia.co, to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. And don't forget, if you love the No Fluff Society podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review. Until next time, don't forget, if I can do it, so can you.